Never miss a single podcast by signing up for our newsletter at myfeminineheart.com. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of My Feminine Heart. We have the amazing fitness expert, Megan Hayes, in the house. Hello, hello, good morning. Well, good morning for us right now. Hello, whatever time it is when you watch this. <laughs> yeah, I know. I almost started a good morning, too. So, so of course, we're still um, under lockdown. We're in quarantine, and Zoom gets so overloaded that the only way I can record these are, like, early morning podcasts. So that's when we record, when we're not competing with anybody in their morning meetings. I'm not competing with my husband in his meetings on the, you know, in the house. So... Now we've got beautiful, perfect streaming to watch Meg do her magic. Of course, and I have my uh, coffee and my mug says, get after it. I thought that was pretty appropriate. It is, that's fantastic. So Meg, um, I know that I had talked in our last podcast about some stuff I wanted to see. Like I wanna talk about some proper form, um, you know, so that people aren't injuring themselves while they're working out at home ways that people can use like other things in their house as weights. Uh, but what do you have lined up for us? Really, it's that. And then just to show a few tools that if you did have them um, either around the house or wanted to make something of a purchase that is, I would call it under $30, maybe even 25, what some tools are that can also help enhance other things you have. Because a lot of us have maybe a five pound dumbbell lying around the house, a set of them. And we're like, ah, I want something greater than five pounds. So I have some tools to help increase that. That would be amazing. In fact, I did. I saw you do something. So I've been confession time, snacking a little too much this week, fell off the wagon with my snacking. So I started doing your workouts and it's my new morning routine. In fact, I wanted to do one this morning, but I am so sore head to toe from your workouts because you have me working muscles. I have not worked in a very long time, if ever. Right, yeah, so what Cass is talking about, um, just so everyone in my feminine heart knows, is what I'm doing is I have a private page. I'm happy to invite you in. Uh, just let me know that you're interested. It's just donation-based. Whatever your heart you feel that you wanna get, the donation does go to me. So I have a company, it's called Live It Forward Coaching. It's an LLC. And with me being front-facing, losing a lot during COVID, I wanted to offer something that didn't have a, you have to pay this. It's what can you do and what is your offering? Because I want to give you my offering. And in this private page, I do workouts Monday through Friday. And I also they're all replayable. So if you miss them live, you can replay them. And typically, as Cass and I were talking about earlier, they're anywhere from 25 to, there are some that are about 40 to 45 minutes, but you can replay and play your own music, just listen to my coaching and watch some technique. And there's tons of options. So that leads into <laughs> what we're gonna talk about today, and that's some movements. So Cass, yay you for getting and doing some things that you haven't done. And yeah, thank you for the compliments. It killed me because um, I'm, you know, I, I'm a clean, sweet person. Like I keep trying to like clean out my house and you used some items in the last workout that I did that I got rid of. Cause I'm like, I never use these. And it was like really small, tight exercise bands. I'm like, I don't like working out with bands. And then you had this whole system rigged up where you were doing like deadlift squats with bands, but also wrapped around a doorbell or a dumbbell. 
And I was like, oh my God, why did I throw those out? That was amazing. So I had to like mimic it on my own. Yeah. So let's even talk about that since you brought it up. So you could use, this is a super band that I have. And the reason it's a super band is, by the way, I'm like five, three and three quarters. So you can just see it's super long. This one is about the width of my thumb. So if I recall, I have two of these and I think they each cost me $15 a piece on Amazon and there's different brands, but you can just type in super bands. And this is the second one in, there's one that's lighter if you will, but this one's what we would call like up to a 35 poundage, meaning you can increase your workouts or subtract from it. If you were using it as a device to help you in a pull up, it would subtract about 30 ish pounds from what you're trying to do a pull up with. But what I'm going to show you is how to enhance. I have a 10 pound dumbbell here. All you're going to do is it wraps around. If you can kind of see that, it just wraps around. Nothing crazy. I'm going to set that down. I'm going to open up the bands. And then I'm going to set my feet on only the front side of it. And I'm going to show you a second tool in a moment. And you can't quite see my feet. Let me scoot back just a little bit, Cass. Yep, that was what I was just thinking. I'm like, I can't. Perfect. I saw your little sneak peek in. <laughs> so I'm going to tighten between here, between the bands of my feet. So I'm just going to pull it. And now I'm going to bend my knees. My knees are going to track with my shins to the middle of my toes. My butt goes way back. My abs are braced to protect my back, my belly, and keep a long spine. I'm going to tuck my chin back in. I'm going to grip the dumbbell. And then I'm just going to rise here. So this is a squat. If I were to make it a deadlift, I push my butt back more and keep my legs more straight. I know, great English. More straight. <laughs> so here's a squat and then a deadlift. So a deadlift is like a bow. A squat is like you're sitting in a chair. So that made that, uh, honest, almost doubly as hard as it already was. It's just 10 pounds and now it's harder so I can get more for my training. So you saw the super band. Probably the tool you threw out, Cass. Was it one with handles? No, I have mine with handles and I never had a super band. So I'm glad because I didn't quite tell from your workout video. The bands that I had, they were hand-me-downs, which is why I didn't use them. And they were really wide, like maybe this wide, like, like an, a couple inches wide and really thin and they were from my parents. Oh, okay. So this one is a Versa loop. This one right here, it's a Versa loop. It's really thin. It's thicker. It goes up around like the knees and you can use it for works, workouts there. You can do it depending on the, if you will, the strength of it. So I like these. What happens is they roll and they can slide. So it depends on what work I'm doing. Then I love something like this band. So a lot of them are called like booty bands because they have a little grip. But then I love to put those up and around the knees and then I track and I stretch it as I do a squat. It includes more of the side hip, the glutes and the hamstrings. It makes the work again harder. You know, Meg, if you could give me a list when we're at the end of some things that like some key things I might order, because I'll tell you what has happened with us. Um, you know, Bob is, Bob is struggling because the one thing he really likes to de-stress with is working out. 
and we waited too long to order equipment. So I have basic equipment here at home because I'm little. So I have like my five pound weight, my eight pound weights. I've got a treadmill. He can't use any of my stuff. It's too like small for him. And he's, he doesn't have the bandwidth right now, like the middle bandwidth to do anything new. Yeah. So um, I went to order equipment on Amazon and it was like, you're not going to get it till June or July. And so we called our local gym, which is a small family owned gym. And I was like, can I just like grab some equipment from you for Bob? Yeah. Um, but this is what I've learned since then. I have put in orders on Amazon for other things and it keeps telling me May, June, May, June, and I'm getting the stuff within a week. So now I'm starting to wonder is it really going to take me two months to get that stuff or is Amazon just covering their bases? So I'm going to order some stuff in and just keep my fingers crossed that I can actually get it. Yeah. Um, some of that is true from Amazon that it won't ship till later. So for instance, I ordered a new webcam, um, since we're doing a lot of live workouts and videos, um, it has a better microphone and it already did tell me that they're shifting that back. I won't get it till the end of April. I ordered it two weeks ago. And so some of that is true. So watch that. Um, but I, I'm trying to think, I think I put my super band order in after they changed some of that. So I would just look to see what it is. And if it's not Amazon, you might be able to get it from other sources that will mail it out like power systems. So I can put some recommendations in for us. Oh, that would be fantastic. Like other companies to order from. Cause one of the things I tried to do is I tried to order from Dick's curbside pickup and their website was awful because every item I picked on it said not available in your store but not till I clicked on it like I couldn't just look for what's in my store and I couldn't call and get through on the phone like it's we waited too long yeah and, and it's that's that's a lot and I I don't have an answer um I definitely have some guesses but I'll definitely make sure you got some links with some opportunity and it's going to be each one of us doing a little bit of our own investigation uh, for wherever we're located to create the orders. But I'll definitely give some ideas of what you can look for and why. Because the same thing I did with the super band, you could do with a band that has handles. You wrap that middle around the dumbbell and you step on it outside and it makes things harder. And there's a lot of different movements that then maybe what we do Cass, is I do something that is I don't want to call it pre-recorded. It would be live, but there would be a link. And I just say, here's this tool, here's this, and here's some moves and hit some basic moves that you can put on and add to my feminine heart for utilizing some basic tools. I think that's a great idea. And what I was really excited about with this podcast is we had talked about some of the things that you're doing. Like you did a workout where you took water bottles, froze them and put them in a duffel bag, right? Right, they're, they're not frozen right now, but they're still all in this duffel bag. And I treated it like um, the sandbag workouts. So, I mean, I was sitting there, I was doing rows with it, and it was awesome. So yeah, inside here, I'll unzip it. I have no idea how many, I think it's half the case. And it's gonna look like a towel, because I wrapped them in a towel, because <laughs> was freaking out like what if I dropped this because I was tossing it around and a water bottle exploded <laughs> so I wrapped it in a towel and taped it <laughs> all yeah, good so, tips. I love it all good tips yeah so I definitely use that I put it up on my back to do squats I put it on my chest to do squats and I did single arm rows bicep curls with it presses overhead so I guess the big thing is 
we all have different things around the house that are huge potential for us to play with. And that's what a lot of it is. It's play. We don't know until we try. And you could use gallons. And I do have a friend. She took a broomstick, rubber bands, and put gallons on there so it didn't fall off and put them evenly and use that as a barbell. Oh my God, that's friggin' brilliant. <laughs> you can put dirt, you can put rocks in it to make it heavier than just adding water. So, I mean, I know y'all have a yard cast, so maybe that's something for Bob is to use gallons and do curls with it, make it heavier and play around. Um, it's definitely an opportunity uh, to look at what resources we have. And that's why the bands have been phenomenal for me. Uh, in the workout that you talked about, it was hard. I was actually super sore that day. Yeah, I actually, I wanted to ask you about some of the stuff because um, in, in all the workouts of yours that I've done, you've shown me some new moves that I haven't done before, which is awesome. And I wanted to really ask you, you and you had mentioned it with the duffel bag there, all the ways that you're doing squats. So squats is a big thing to me because I try to be very careful with my knees. I was a catcher in softball, so I figure yeah. out, I've kind of worn my knees out a little bit and I know a lot of my clients have knee issues. Um, and I just always used to struggle with the proper squat form. And like I've had, you know, multiple trainers, I've told you, I, I'm so grateful you showed me how to do a proper squat, but I finally have it trained in my head that it's like all about the heel because I was always like a toe squatter and like I always leaned out way too far forward, like yeah. my knees would project over, like all the, all the wrong stuff. So I finally got myself ingrained into being really far back really going down into the heel but then your one workout you're like lift your heels I'm like wait a minute I'm back on my toes like ah. <laughs> yeah okay so let's break that down let's talk about the squat in general so for the squat I'm gonna make a little adjustment here I don't want to spill my coffee of course so for the squat it's all about where your feet go and where the knees and the shins go and I want you to think a couple things. So right now I have my hands right on the crest of my hip and the back of my hip. So you know that that is gonna have to go back in a squat, right? Then I bend my knees. So when I teach kids, because kids are so pliable. Do you know what our problem as adults? We have so many cobwebs up here. We think too much. So if you think just first, the basics of a squat, hips go back, knees bend. So hips, knees bend. That is the basics of a squat. So that's like the most perfect squat I have ever seen. <laughs> and now you go with, well, how do I take my feet? Well, awesome. That depends on what part of the body you really want to focus on in the legs. The more narrow the feet, typically the more front load in your quads, the work is gonna come. The heel lift, makes it more into the quads, but it opens up the ankle joints, the knees, and you can also get more flexion into the hips. That's the fun part. So typically a squat that is great to start with, these are the crests of my hips, and you see how my heels are just outside of that line. So this is the bony part of my hips, not this fleshy part, no, 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 no. Bony part of the hips, and I just set my feet outside. So this would be my toes forward, 
Watch, I'm gonna just barely turn my toes out. Now when I take my hips back, bend my knees, my knees right here, go to the middle and outside of my foot right there. And then I drive up. Now it's not, I'm not bowing my knees out. See the difference? It's not out here, it's here. What happens is when our knees come in, our hamstrings are turned off and we need to pull them out. Activate, the hamstring is the muscle that goes up the back of the legs. Glutes, we obviously, most of us know. Quads are in through here. Okay, so those are, I basically attack it that way. Now the wider you go, the more engaged the inner thigh becomes and the hips and then the glutes. But again, what happens with the knees, the knees still track towards and with the shin to the middle to the pinky toes. Difference in some squats, I know you can't see one of my, one of my feet. So then you have sumo. So that's gonna go really wide, but what happens is you turn the toes out, but you notice where's my knee? It's still over my ankle. That's what you wanna do. You don't ever wanna go so wide, now my toes are turned forward, and have your knees crash in. If I was gonna go wide with toes forward, I need to make sure when I bend, my knees are over that ankle line. So again, you have just outside the hips, down and back, a little wider, down and back. See how it's not really changing the movement? Now the wide sumo changes just a little because I have to press, but what happens? You see I'm more upright. It's because my legs are wider and I can drop down with my pelvis between the legs. So Cass, you asked about why did you lift the heels? <laughs> okay, so what I had done is had us put about an inch underneath, whether it was a mat. I used my bumper plates that you see in the background. And when you elevate the heels, it allows your ankle joint to open up and you actually are able to go lower. So you see how stiff I am, right? This is as low as I can go. I'll show you again from the side. This is as low as I can go comfortably. Are you ready for some magic? These are just bumper plates. I'm gonna set my heels on. Watch this. Comfortably. Just down and back. So it allows that mobility to open up through the hips, knees, and ankles. And the work is still focused to the quads, but guess what's still engaged? Your glutes, your hamstrings, the side of the hips. So that's where that is such a magical trick. I use it for deadlifts and I use it for squats. Meg, that was awesome. Um, you know, it's funny in the video, I didn't realize that you put your heel on top of something. I think I was like so distracted. I was just lifting my heel, like kind of balancing on my toes a little bit. I like the security that you have of like putting your heel on top of something. Yep. Yeah. So it's about a one inch height. You could roll a mat, you could roll a towel. So they make what they call heel lifts, um, in fitness to where it's like a wedge or sometimes it's flat and a little cushy. Uh, so it can be something cushy, it can be something hard, it could be, as long as it's a book, something stable that's not going to slide, okay? Um, but yeah, you're just looking for maybe about an inch, and you want, if you look at, like, the shoe, the back part of the heel on, just so it's elevated. It's only like you have a little bit of a wedge, yeah, like an inch wedge underneath your shoe. And there's so many different things you can do. I mean, for me... Um, I'm so disciplined. I'm very good at working out. 
and I'm good at working out at home. So the, the loss of the gym, it, it, it's throwing me. It's like, you know, a couple of times a week that I would have done bigger weights. I'm like, well, how do I feel this with body stuff? So like you had a move where like I do lunges all the time. I never elevate my lunges. Like you had to stick um, our foot up and elevate them. And I've done that years ago, but it like it's the cobwebs. Like I'm not coming up with anything new in my own workouts. And I tried putting my foot on top of my treadmill, which was right behind me. And the treadmill was like on a little bit of an incline. So when I did that for um, a lifted lunge, it wasn't quite steady enough. So then I walked over and I did at the staircase. So like if you have staircases in your house, there's so much you can do. Oh, the stairs are awesome. So if you think of the stairs, oh, that's a great point. I had a client that we were doing a live virtual workout together, just one-on-one. -on -one. And just moving some things out of the way. And I asked her, I said, hey, do you have stairs close? And she did. So here, you kind of think if this was a stair, I'm going to move the big guy out of the way. I had her do a couple of different things. One, I had her prop a leg. This is a little high, but I had her just do a step up. This would be high for a lunge. Like, I wouldn't want you this high to do a lunge because you're already at 90 degrees. This would be brilliant because this is about a foot high, 12 inches, okay, to do a step up and step down and alternate. And then on the step, of course, if you want to jump, you could jump. What this is also great for is elevating your foot back. So this is ultimately what we call Bulgarian squat or a single leg squat. You then would square your hips to the front where you're facing, and you drop that back knee down and rise up. And this then puts all that power in that front leg. You'll feel a stretch in the hip flexor here with the work in the front. If you had something that was half as high, so only about four to six inches, then you could step on that like a platform, like a bench. This, you could step on that with the front foot and do a front loaded lunge. I'm just making sure this doesn't fall now. There we go. But you can do a front-loaded lunge, meaning the front foot is elevated, the leg is back. So this is where you're right. You can do so many variations. And the steps, you know what they're also good for? You can elevate here to do a push-up. That way it makes the push-up a little easier versus doing the push-up on the floor. That's amazing. And one of the things I really enjoyed about your workout, um, was I did a cardio one and you had me doing some new cardio moves and I noticed that my cardio stamina is falling down and I walk Spencer, you know, twice a day, like, so I'm out moving, but I haven't had the heart to run for a week or two. Yeah. And the last time I took him for a big walk, we went up like a big hill and I could feel myself kind of panting where I don't normally pant. And I'm like, you know what? Like I need to get more cardio in. And one of the moves I really loved that I don't do when I'm home and I'm trying to do my own stuff, you had us do side running. And I'm like, oh my God, this is doing more um, muscle movements in the cardio than I would typically do just running forward. And it was perfect for a small space. Like I did all my running on the space of my yoga mat. Yeah. Oh my God. And that's perfect. That's all it is. It's just that stride. It's the width. That's partially why I also put the yoga mat down behind me because those that are visual and you're watching this, you start to understand the amount of space that I have here. 
because this is a spare bedroom that I'm in. It's about, I think it's 13 by 13, and then there's a little hallway, but the square part of it, I think is about 13 by 13. And then these are mats that are for weightlifting. It's just to protect the hardwood floor that I have here. And yeah, so I have the yoga mat down and I have a couple feet on one side and about half a foot on the other, but that's all it was. And the reason I had to do high knees running to the side is because as you just have to shift that weight a little bit to the side, even sidestepping, you're utilizing lateral muscles. So into the hips to strengthen around the joint of the hip, which then helps protect the back, which then if the back is protected, the core can be stronger, the shoulder set, the legs in your stride when you walk. So if we do so much front movement and a little bit of back, we forget lateral side to side, and that helps into the hips, can help give you those dimples. Meg, that's all fantastic. And I tell you what, like I, you know, um, I don't wanna give it all away. That you're doing um but i can you leave us with a last tip or idea oh i can so we talked about squats another common movement is the push-up that we do what i want you to think about when you do your push-up whether you're doing it on a wall on fairly firm and stable non-moving piece of furniture you don't want a really cushiony couch because you'll lose posture or maybe a stair or a step or an ottoman or the floor. When you're doing a push-up, I want you to think the top of your head to your elbows is the position I'm showing you now. And look how my thumbs come across my chest. So I create an arrow. A common mistake for a push-up is T position. And do you see how my shoulders are rising? So you don't want to shrug into the shoulders. You want to be down here. Yeah, so the elbows actually, if you look down, a drop of water would come down from them. So when you're doing a chest push-up, a regular push-up, that's that angle. You're 45 degrees from shoulder to elbow and elbow from body out. It's not 90. We're not out here like a T. So I want you to turn and think that you have a six digit between your thumb and your first finger. That's the finger, that six digit, that points forward. Okay, so you're gonna create this arrow, top of the head to the elbows, and this would be your push-up. This is also your chest press, by the way. Yeah, that is your magical tip to take some of the pressure out of the shoulder joint. So if you're doing a push-up here, that's gonna shunt, push pressure into the shoulder joint. You don't want that. And you also want to elongate through the neck, your cervical spine, and create better posture to come back into this arrow push-up. They're going to be harder too, by the way, but that's because there's more muscles engaged and you're doing it properly. Okay, so apparently I've been doing push-ups wrong this whole time. That's good to know. <laughs> so that would be my tip because squats and push-ups, guess what? We all need to get on and off, yeah, yeah, I'm going to say it, the toilet. And you can push yourself up out of bed. We all have a wall, a chair, a couch. Chairs are awesome to do push-ups with, stairwells, wherever. Do 100 squats and 50 push-ups every other day this week. Give it a try just to get some movement into your body. 
No, I love it. And, you know, I have clients in the community who have such a range of abilities. Some of my clients do yoga, but a lot of my clients, um, you know, they've, they've really beaten up their bodies and it's yeah. hard for them to move. It's hard for them to kind of feel like at one with their body. And, you know, they've done a lot of damage to like backs, knees, necks over the years. So I like that, you know, you can help somebody do it right because they can still do something you can always do something yes i just i honestly in the group i added um i made a new friend this week and i added her to the group and what was phenomenal about it is she shared that she had some history of injuries with compressed and herniated discs in her neck cervical and lumbar so lower back and wrist issues and other things and what was so magical about this is i was like great then you're going to choose some options that are great for you. And I want you to rise into it slowly. Because Cass, one of the conversations you and I had is with COVID, so many people are jumping into workouts, doing more than they've done, or trying to go crazy because they're watching somebody else do it. In my workouts, yeah, I might be jumping like a spider monkey. I might be using 80 pounds because I have access to it and I'm used to that. But you're going to hear me talk about how you can do instead of jumping, how you can do a squat into a heel lift that mimics a jump. I want people to train for their individual body, their starting point, and protect any injuries or damage that has been done. Get strong first, and then you can shift into it a little different. Yeah, and one of the things that I always try to tell people, it's my favorite phrase that I keep in my head, is you can't outrun your fork. So like when I started doing your workouts this week, when my snacking went up, it wasn't really just to counteract the snacking. It was to get my mindset back into, no, we need to be fit. Um, we need to stay healthy and you have to stop the snacking because you cannot eat 5,000 calories of crap through the day and then think you're going to wipe it out in a workout because the workout you're going to need you're going to end up hurting yourself. And that's like, that's what I've done to myself in the past. Yep. And uh, you know, it's a common question I have gotten is Meg, are you working out more now that you're training clients doing live workouts and honest? No, I'm doing about the same. So as a group fitness instructor and a national trainer for Les Mills, I commonly have to practice those workouts throughout the week. So I do. Then I have, short of my own workouts, maybe 20, 30 minutes. And then I have the live workouts that again, as I mentioned, are only around 30 minutes. So I'm trying to keep a balance. I do take naps because as you know, I get up very early Monday through Friday and I have to make sure I get enough rest, enough fuel in my body and enough working out and I don't overdo it. So when I do get tired, I actually take a nap. I actually pull back. I don't push through because I, I want to recover. I want to stay healthy during this time and really play and train smart. Yeah. And yesterday, for example, I was doing one of your workouts and I was doing a bunch of new moves like your good morning. I like the good morning. Right. Um, but you know, now my back is sore and I've got like some soreness in my legs because I was doing some lateral movements I don't typically do. Yeah. And when I worked out yesterday, um, I, I just followed it up with some eggs. 
like it what I don't think it was enough protein and I debated in my head I'm like should I be drinking a protein shake right now and I really just wasn't in the mood and now that I've woken up sore this morning I'm like girl you should have had a protein shake because you really like pulled some muscle yesterday yeah and um, worked muscle worked muscle. Oh, totally yeah and, and, and you know and I told I tell everybody if you're not used to good mornings or deadlifts um, when you start to train the back you're going to be sore the irony and stuff when people are like oh my back is weak or my back is sore couple things one the only way to get it stronger is to actually do those movements smart and correctly two Yesterday, I also did a mobility class. So I tell you today to go hit that with the tennis balls right there in your QL and then hit the glutes with the tennis ball too. So I'm really trying to make sure people learn that, hey, you're going to be sore. And I said it on that day and you're going to yourself, yeah, you did. That you're going to be sore. If you feel it, I'm not after making you sore. The reason people get sore is they're usually using muscles they haven't used or maybe they increase the weight or range of motion somewhere. Otherwise, I'm fine if you're not sore. That doesn't make me say your workout was good or bad. It tells me what's going on more in your body and your fuel and your hydration. Yeah, and I'm always kind of careful with my back because I actually don't like my back to look too developed. Like when I'm really good with my diet, I lose weight and then you see all the muscles and I'm like, oh no, I'm starting to look like like Sarah Connor from the Terminator. So um, I usually only work out my back maybe once a week or every other week, but that's one of the ones I do at the gym. Like it's not in my normal routine to work out my back with my little baby body weights at home. If I'm home doing a body weight exercise, I'm doing like squats and lunges and stuff. So you've brought me back into doing routines that um, I'm missing from going to the gym. Yeah, yeah. No, I love it. And we'll just keep this going and keep sharing. And, you know, I, here's the big thing. I'm going to leave my email and you all can reach out. Let me know. I'd love to add you to the private page. Again, it's donation based, but if you, you choose what that means for you. Um, what my offering sits with you. I can also do one-on-one -on -one coaching for movement, a balance of nutrition guidance, and just truly a well you being like looking at you as a whole person. My email is liveitforward at gmail.com. That's L-I-V-E-I-T-F-W-D, liveitforward at gmail.com. And you can just let me know that you're interested. Now, Meg, um, your group that you have is a private group, but I think you've done, like right when the crisis happened, like right when we were first asked to stay home, you had a couple um workouts that you did for free on facebook live do they still exist they do still exist on my personal page and that's meg's fit 77 on facebook so you can facebook friend me um, my page is fairly public so you should have access to those and today i'm actually doing a workout with a friend who lives in a whole other state and it's going to be replayable and that's going to go on my personal page too so I'm trying to create some offerings in that space to where you can connect with people and see what it's like and choose your options and opportunity for workout. Oh yeah, no, I love the private group you've had because you have other people working out in there too. And I'll have all this connected um, through your page on My Feminine Heart. So if you go to the myfeminineheart.com and you drop down to Megan's page, I will have links to her Facebook, um, you know, to her workouts, all of that'll be on there too. So it's yeah. like a one-stop shop. 
Yep. And any of my workouts that are then publicly offered, let's uh, make sure we download the link, like the YouTube link that I'll use today with Mike and I, um, that then you can put that on my feminine heart as well. That's awesome. Meg, thank you so much. You are such an incredible course. Thank you for everything that you're doing for us. Like all the offerings that you're putting out there. Um, it's been tremendous. It's definitely helped pick up my spirits. Like I feel like, um, you know, when this first started happening with COVID-19, like my mind was very focused on work and I kept trucking and I kept trucking and I kept trucking. But as it continues to go on, I can see like the shift in people. You know, I used to walk down the street and my neighbors were smiling like, hey, we're stuck at home, but it's beautiful outside. Nobody smiles anymore. And like your workouts are something that has really, I mean, even for me, like I'm struggling, like it's pulling me out of my slump. It's like, nope, you know, we're all still alive. We still got to keep going. And bathing suit season is coming. Like don't lose a freaking grip already. Yeah, it's, it has been hard. I had some really cool feedback, not only from you, but some other people that are very important in my life too. And they're just like, what they love is I'm bringing joy and some positivity around action and movement and we still got to live. And for me, it's, you got to live it together and you got to live it forward. So I don't know what else to say besides do the best that you can. And it's not saying I don't have down days. I do. Um, and it, it's definitely existing, but I also make the choice every day to get up and do this, live it, do everything that I can to the best of my ability. No, you're incredible. And that's why I'm so privileged and excited to have you be a part of my feminine heart. So for anybody who doesn't know, um, typically my feminine heart, uh, we, you know, we have a lot available for free, but we do have patron subscribers. They pay to belong and typically they have specials or discounts on their services that they only offer to our paid patrons. However, being in this COVID-19 crisis that we're in, um, a lot of the top experts where they've been able to have opened that up to anybody. And Meg is one of them. So, you know, if you go to myfeminineheart.com, you'll see her offering. Um, Meg is a fitness coach. She's a health coach. She works with nutrition. She does life coaching. Um, if you want a free consult with her, Megan has offered that anybody who connects her, you know, you tell her you're from my feminine heart, you don't have to be a paid patron, but just kind of through this crisis, she's doing free consults. I am for sure. And it's just for us to connect and support each other and see what your next steps are. Yeah. And we all need that right now. So thank you so much and love having you a part of the show. You were like my co-host on the first trans Tuesday, like 8 PM Tuesday call. I can't wait to have you back. You were amazing. Thank you. Oh, I love it. It's an honor. So for all of you at home, um, if you believe in what we're doing here, if you love the podcast that we're creating, if you believe in our mission of outreach, education, and support for the transgender community, uh, please sign up and subscribe if you can. It's $9 a month. Um, there are still exclusive things that are just for patrons, like the Cassandra Storm solo videos. And we do have some really special discounts just for patrons, like April Kirshner, our med spa guru, our cosmetic injectionist, 
offers a 20% discount right now for patrons. So some amazing, amazing offerings. We try to have as much as we can for free, but then we also try to reward our patrons as well. So if you believe in our mission, please support us. We need every little bit we can to keep going to. And reach out to Meg um, if you need a lift of spirits. She's a truly incredible human being. And you know, I don't know if I would have gotten through this week without your support. Thank you. It's right back at you. You've been there for me. So I love it. Thank you for creating this offering with my feminine heart. Oh, oh no, it is. It's definitely what's keeping me going. It's keeping my soul going for sure. So yeah. sending lots of love to you, Meg, to you, our viewers. Stay safe, stay healthy. Remember, you can't outrun your fork, but you can have really safe workouts at home <laughs> and good balanced nutrition with Meg. Absolutely. Bye, everybody. Have a good one. Bye. How would you like an all-access pass to watch all of our interviews and the exclusive Cassandra Storm solo seminar series? To unlock discounts on products and services, adding up to the hundreds or thousands of dollars from our top experts. All this can be yours for just $9 a month, and you can cancel at any time. Sign up today at MyFeminineHeart.com. We are so excited to share this journey with you.